This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. It's secondhand story time. Hello, and welcome to Secondhand Storytime, the show where we tell stories we heard from someone else. You're listening to episode number 53, and I'm your host, Will Kistler. I'm happy to be joined again this week by new contributor Hannah. If you listened to last week's show, you'll remember her as the one that got things started. This week she's back with a full story about what happens when American tools for hygiene are transplanted to Afghanistan. Please enjoy. All right, and I'm back with Hannah. Hannah, glad to have you back on. Glad to be back, Will. And uh, I guess you have another story for us. I don't know much about this one, except you called it The Blue Man. Yeah, it'll become obvious why that has its name by the end. Okay, um, a friend of ours is a, an Afghan war vet. Uh, he was in the Army in, around Kabul. Okay. And um, I asked him, I mean, I... I've been to third world countries, but I haven't been to one out there. I said, do you consider Iraq and Afghanistan third world? And he laughed and he said, oh, yeah. And then he launches into this story. But first you have to to preface it. He said, 20% of the air was fecal matter. And I said, how do you get that number? He said, well, there must have been tests and um, health tests going on. And he said, the country smells like crap. No matter wow. where you go, yeah, and um, there's a constant, constant smell of of fecal matter everywhere. It's in the water, it's in the air, it's all over the streets. And I said, don't they have any kind of toilets? I mean, I saw Slumdog Millionaire, which takes place in India, of course, but right. at least there was a place where you go, and there were these. Um, and he said, there's there there is a a designated toilet. Most people use it most of the time. Um, and it's just pretty much a raised platform with a hole in it and a little stall for privacy. And of course you do your business there. He said, but not everybody does that. And men, women, and children will just squat on the street, do their business and leave. I said, the women too with the burkas? He said, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. So you have poop everywhere, and of course it dries and it blows around, and it, it's a nasty environment. It sounds like it just permeates everything. It does. It does. Um, and so he, he said, you know, the drinking water for the troops was shipped in. So they had bottled water to drink um, and to, to wash any utensils with. But for their showering water... Um, they pumped it from the ground, but it still had a lot of fecal matter in it. So what they did was they put a cup of bleach for every thousand gallons. Okay, just kill the germs tra- and things. It would it would make it showerable. You could shower with that. Okay, so maybe you wouldn't want to drink it, but no, you could uh, you could at least wash off. Correct. Now the Afghans drank that stuff straight, no bleach. Just that was what they drank. That's what they were used to. They probably um, had the constitutions to deal with it a little bit better. I would imagine that you get used to it after a while. Like a Montezuma's Revenge kind of thing. 
Where, yeah, uh, like Mexicans you, get used to Mexican water, Afghanis get used to Afghani water. Right, but maybe the, the troops that go over wouldn't be able to take it right away. But you have to understand that without the bleach and without the cleaning, it probably had a faint scent of poop right. to it, okay. even though it was clear. Okay, so that's that's the premise. Now, the way the base is set up, there's the perimeter of the base, and inside you had U.S. troops, some Korean medics, and some um, a couple French troops. Outside the perimeter, you had a gate which led into the base, and you had... Um, an observation point. Now, the gate and the observation point each had their own porta potty. And of course, porta potty is this little room. Most people have been in one. Right. And it's like a, a portable outhouse, and there's this blue stuff in the in the bottom, and it's pumped out and refilled every once in a while, so for sanitation. And that's so that your your gunner or your guard, who's up in the tower, can relieve himself and and uh, and go back up to his post. Well, this base was for training the new Afghani army. Okay. You had a bunch of young Afghan soldiers to American eyes because of the nutrition and because of the poopy water and everything. They look like they're eight years old when actually they're, they're 20 year old men. So just like sort of stunted growth. Stunted growth, very much a baby face, um, not very worldly. And. This one soldier, he noticed that, um, this one Afghani soldier, he noticed that the American soldiers were always cleaner than the Afghani soldiers. They didn't smell as much. And they went into this magic box, kind of like the TARDIS. They, <laughs> they went into the magic box, and they were grumpy when they went in, and they were happy when they came out. And they always seemed very clean. And the magic box had something to do with the cleanliness. And um, so he figured before you pray, you have to wash your feet, you have to wash your hands, you have to wash your face. He right. figured he could go to the magic box and he would clean up. So he went into the porta potty and uh, got into the toilet. Ugh. And he, you know, he washed his hands and he, and he splashed his face and he came out and he's totally blue. He's got a blue <laughs> face. He's got a blue head. He's got a, got blue hands and he's got these blue feet. And, um, my friend looks over and he sees him and says, oh my God, <laughs> what has he done? And I, and I was thinking, you know, was there anything floating in there? And, and, and my friend thought maybe it was, it was probably changed relatively recently, so there weren't any I mean, floaties. I hope so. I hope so. Because it was very, I mean, it was generally very sunny there and very, 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 very hot. Right. So, and I know most of us have had experience with porta potties, and they, uh, they're just kind of stand out as something gross. Yeah. Like you go in and the smell is bad, especially in the heat. You think it would be something that would put you off? You'd think, but but I think this might have been recently changed. They can also be pretty clean um, if you clean them regularly. Okay. And um, if this was, if this had just been cleaned inside, and, and the blue stuff had just been changed, it may not have been. And you have to understand, the whole place smelled like crap anyway. Okay. So there wouldn't be an appreciable difference between going into the porta potty. And not being in the porta potty. So this guy comes out and he's, he looks like something from Blue Man Group, <laughs> and. Um, my friend says to the translator, 
does he realize what he just did? And the translator shrugs his shoulders and he said, you know, we got to tell him. <laughs> and the translator said, no, you don't. Yeah, we do. He can't be walking around with, a, with in blue. Yeah. And so they tried to, they tried to translate because the concept of a washroom is, is a very foreign thing. Right. They don't have them. They don't have sinks. They don't have, you know, and, uh, there's a blank look on the guy's face and then slowly, um, starts to dawn on him. They, they point over to where the Afghani toilets are, the, the platforms with the circle that with the, with the hole cut out. Right. And they say, you just bathed in that, the American version of that and the look on his face oh no i know it's just so then he goes over to the afghani water supply and he and he uh cleans up well i mean yeah i admire him for trying yeah i mean he he knew that it was a place where you're happier coming out than you go in and he put a lot together to to reach that conclusion yeah that's still gross yeah, it's pretty gross. Oh, but thank you for sharing that. That's a great You're story. You're welcome. And, uh, and I appreciate the Doctor Who reference. Thank you. And that does it for this week's show. Huge thanks to Hannah for getting in touch and sharing that story. No feedback this week, but if you'd like to leave a comment about this week's show or any of our shows, head on over to secondhandstorytime.com. While you're there, you can subscribe either through RSS or through iTunes. And find links to our Musician Gummery and our license, which is the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Unported License. To become a fan on Facebook, head to facebook.com slash secondhandstorytime. You can follow the show on Twitter at twitter.com slash secondhandstory. As always, you can get in touch with me with longer feedback or a story submission at will at secondhandstorytime.com. I'd love to get more stories about travels abroad or culture clash. If you have one that you think might fit the bill, please get in touch. Thanks for listening, and we'll have another episode next Thursday.